0: Hello, welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. This week, we'll hear the story that inspired Shakespeare's play, Hamlet. Will Ashboy survive his mother and uncle's evil schemes and reveal their dark secret? After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Shakespeare storybook collection. This is the story of Ashboy, the source for Hamlet. Long ago, two kings ruled one land. They were brothers and governed together. Horvendel and Feng, they were called. Horvendel had a wife, Gertrude, and together they had a son. Now everyone thought that the boy was a fool, an idiot. They really believed he was stupid. This was because he was always so quiet and still. His mother laughed at him, and his uncle hated him. Only his father, Horvendel, loved the boy. Horvendel knew his son was the quiet type, who loved nothing more than to sit by the fire and watch and think about all he saw and heard. Even so, Ashboy, stupid Ashboy, was what they all called him. He never complained about it, it only made him more shy, so the name stuck. Everyone forgot his real name, even his father. Ashboy annoyed his uncle just by existing. Feng's hatred of Ashboy grew so much that he began to hate his own brother as well. It's all Horvendel's fault, grumbled Feng, to have such a stupid boy who so annoys his uncle. So Feng planned to kill Horvendel. With Gertrude's help, he would murder his brother. One misty night, when the two brothers and Gertrude were out hunting, Fang shot his brother dead. Later he told everyone in the kingdom that they had become separated. He had tried to catch up with his brother, but had become lost in the fog. Then, he said, he had heard Gertrude screaming, Thinking she was being attacked, he had run towards her and seen a strange shape in the fog, which he shot with his arrow. By mistake, he said, he had killed his own brother. Feng seemed so upset that the people believed what he said. Shortly afterwards, Feng married Gertrude, saying that now Horvendel was dead, he must take care of his wife. But quickly he declared that he and she were to be king and queen to rule over all the land. No one knows the truth, Feng and Gertrude said to themselves. Only Ashboy knew what his uncle had done. He too had been out wandering that night, for he liked the silence of the mist. He had witnessed all that had happened and knew that Feng had murdered Horvindel. He saw how his mother happily forgot all about his father. He saw how his mother ignored him. Feng and Gertrude thought Ashboy was no bother to them. He was so stupid, he would never cause them any harm. That's what they thought. But Ashboy just watched and waited. I'll survive. And tell on them one day, he swore. I'll become a clown. No one will hate me then. When everyone likes me, they'll believe me when I tell the truth. He remained in the palace and entertained everyone. Always and every day he performed tricks. Ashboy juggled. He did somersaults and handstands, backflips and cartwheels whatever words he spoke were total nonsense everyone laughed and said what a joker cruel thing thought it great fun to tease ashboy he would treat the boy as a prince then make him look more stupid than he really was once he invited the princess from a neighboring kingdom to his land he introduced this lovely young woman to ashboy and all the people this is Ashboy's wife, he announced. The two of them shall get married. The idiot clown and the beautiful princess. Everyone laughed at that. It was a big joke. But Ashboy didn't laugh. Ashboy simply replied, Uncle, I can't get married, for I've got no brother. If I'm murdered without a brother, who would my wife marry then? People guffawed even louder than before. They thought it was an even bigger joke than Feng's. But Feng and Gertrude didn't laugh. They realized Ashboy knew what had really happened. Suddenly, the boy did not seem so stupid, and they feared him. So Feng contrived to get rid of Ashboy. He called the boy in one day and said, Ash boy, I'm sorry we made fun of you. Truly, I want you to marry the princess. You are a prince, not a clown, but everyone thinks you're a stupid fool. You must prove to them that you are a prince. How do I do that, uncle? asked Ash boy. Go with the princess to her land. Give this letter to her father, commanded Feng, handing him a sealed packet. My neighbor, the king of that country, will read it and do as I say. But what did you write? Ashboy begged to know. I have written to tell him that you must prove you are a hero. Feng replied, I've asked the king to send you on adventures, to fight great battles. When you've done that, you can marry his daughter and become a real prince. Ashboy took the letter and sailed away with the princess. Neither knew what the letter truly said. Ashboy believed his uncle, which proves how innocent he was. But King Feng had lied. What he really wrote was this, Dear friend and neighbor, take the one who brings you this letter and kill him at once. As luck would have it, Ashboy's ship got caught in a terrible storm. The ship sank and only Ashboy and the princess survived. They managed to swim ashore, alive but exhausted. Ashboy fell into a deep sleep, and the princess could not wake him. Hearing gruff voices coming towards them, she left Ashboy and ran to hide behind some rocks. She watched to see who the loud voices belonged to. A band of big, ugly pirates had just landed from their ship. They saw Ashboy and thought he was a drowned man. Search his pockets, the pirate captain ordered. "'We'll take any money we find. "'If he's still alive, slit his throat.' "'The brigands looked but found nothing on Ashboy "'except the letter from King Feng. "'This they tore open, and their captain read it aloud. "'The pirates sighed. "'One felt so sorry for the boy that he cried. "'Poor lad,' rumbled the cutthroat. "'A good-looking young fellow like that shouldn't be killed.' especially by such a mean and nasty trick. It was then the captain had a brilliant plan. Looking at the seal, they could see the letter was from one king to another. Because pirates don't like kings very much, they decided to play a trick themselves. Carefully, the captain copied the letter so that in every detail it looked like King Feng's writing. But when he had finished, the letter read, Dear friend and neighbor, take the one who gives you this letter and marry him to your daughter, the princess, at once. He carefully folded the new letter and slipped it into Ashboy's pocket. Roaring with laughter, the pirates left him sleeping and sailed away. When Ashboy woke, he had no idea of his good luck. But the princess, who had seen and heard all that had happened, came from her hiding place. Hurry, she ordered. We must get to my father's palace as soon as we can. Together they traveled to her father's palace, and Ashboy delivered the letter. He thought the king would send him away at once. He would have great adventures and amazing exploits. He imagined that soon he'd fight giants and destroy dragons. But the only adventure he had was to get married. The king did just as the letter told him to do. Ashboy and the princess were wed at once. That was a pretty big adventure. The princess was beautiful, and he liked her very much. Now, the princess was wise and clever, but she could not let matters lie. She was as chatty and restless as Ashboy was quiet and thoughtful, and she was curious to know why Feng had written such a wicked letter. So she asked her husband, and Ashboy told her all he knew about his father's murder. In return, she told Ashboy all she knew about the pirates, and that his uncle wanted nothing more than to kill him as he had King Horvindel. Ashboy wept when he heard this. What am I to do? he cried. The princess soothed him. Don't worry, my love, she smiled. I will help you. Using her wisdom and wealth, her power and position, the princess raised a great army. She called for the finest ships to be built and the best men to be recruited. Together, she and Ashboy sailed across the sea with this huge force. They sailed to the land of King Feng and Queen Gertrude, and they made war. There was banging and blasting and all kinds of bombardment. There was stabbing and slashing. There was great slaughter altogether. The war was so fiercely fought that the green grass turned red with blood and the blue sky turned black with smoke. But in the end, Ashboy destroyed King Feng. And the princess locked Queen Gertrude in a deep dark dungeon full of toads and spiders and slimy snakes. Ashboy and the princess were crowned king and queen of that land. And if they didn't settle down comfortably, the two of them certainly lived lives of great excitement and wild adventure. But all that's a different story to be told another time. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.